Hi, sisters. It's Emma and Rachel here, and we are back for another podcast. Let's roll that intro. Welcome to the Move With Us podcast. Welcome back to another episode. We are super excited to be chatting all things creating sustainable lifestyle habits with myself and Emma. And we feel like this is a very suitable topic leading into that infamous period of the year where one year is about to end and a new year is about to start and we're kind of self-reflecting on what we've achieved, what we were hoping to achieve and kind of what we're going to do going into the, the new year. And the thing about New Year's resolutions is that unfortunately they seem to be something we love to set but not stick to. Mm. And we pretty much just want to break down where we think people go wrong when setting New Year resolutions and how they can better set themselves up for success for 2022. And I think that is something that is going to make a difference. It's not about not setting resolutions or goals and it's not about feeling like you're never going to reach them. It's about putting things in place, systems in place that help you reach them um, and whilst they may seem unattainable, they can very easily be. So let's go straight into it. What are the things you think people do that set them up for... (laughs) Non-success. Yeah. <laughs> For failure, let's, let's just put it that way. I think one of the biggest things is setting goals that are too big without giving yourself mini goals um, that allow you to reach that massive goal. So I think an easy way to describe this is, um, you know, building a house and saying, I just want a house that's completely finished without kind of thinking about how you want it finished, the design, the construction. Um, is it going to be something that you love instead of, you know, just being like, yep, I want this house and then being disappointed that it's not what you want. So you're saying that people are too busy setting and focusing on the uh, end result rather than the strategy on how to actually get there. 100%. And I, I agree completely. If I was to simplify it, I would say what where I think people go wrong is they set too many goals and they set too bigger goals. And I'm never one to say don't dream big, but also we want to work smart towards achieving those big things because the worst thing you can possibly do for yourself is set yourself up for failure over and over again because it's very, very deflating when you're never hitting um, your desired goals and that's really going to turn you off wanting to set goals in general. So it's all about educating yourself with knowledge um, around exactly what you want to achieve, how you're going to achieve it and why you want to achieve it. And I think the why is super important as well because we then attach an emotion and a feeling as to why we want to achieve what we want and then we sort of work towards achieving it. And I think often when you're struggling, because there are going to be points along the journey where you do struggle, having that why and that reason does help you kind of push forward when you're not necessarily feeling the most motivated. It helps drive you. Yeah. And so that's going to that's gonna take us to, okay, what kind of goals do we set ourselves And for me personally, I'm a big list person. I'm a big goal setter, um, but I really break mine down. So I have yearly goals, quarter goals, monthly goals, weekly goals, and then I have even daily goals. So I set myself up with a lot of lists 
and I sort of work towards what I think is very realistic and also that suits my lifestyle. So something I used to find um, I did where I went really wrong is myself so many things to the point trying to achieve them was achieve. They were realistic, but it wasn't aligning with the kind of lifestyle I wanted. And I was finding that I was burning out. I wasn't setting boundaries and I was quite unhappy. So although I, I was achieving these, these great things, I wasn't living. Um, it didn't align with the kind of life I wanted. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong with health and fitness. You know, they set themselves these crazy big goals, but it doesn't exactly align with what's going to make them happy. And that's why I always say to our girls, as long as your efforts match your expectations, you're never going to really be disappointed. Um, But it's when you have an expectation that sits all the way up here and your efforts sitting all the way down there, a lot of the time, you know, you can't expect to achieve something, but then not put in the effort. So just make making sure those align are super, super important. I'm honestly very similar. I find that I kind of set my bigger goals and I work backwards as to how I can achieve those goals. And week to week, my list can change, but my big goal always stays the same. So sometimes you definitely have to, I guess, change the way you're going to reach your goals. Things happen in life. Allow for flexibility. Exactly. So that you're not feeling rigid and every time you have to change something or something doesn't necessarily go to plan, you feel like you're failing because that's not a failure. It's a lesson and it's something that we just have to move around to move towards our goal. This is something I always talk about with the team nothing's ever a waste of time if you're if you're taking a learning from it and where you actually can build the greatest businesses or you know um, achieve the best results with health and fitness is being able to take away reflect learn and then implement that moving forward so a lot of the time girls will say to us Rachel you know I've signed up for several challenges but I've never been able to complete one I'm going to sign up again but I just need some advice how can I go about best completing this challenge and the thing is guys is that it's okay to have signed up to several challenges. I can tell you right now, when I started my fitness journey, the mm-hmm. amount of things I tried yeah. and failed at, um, I couldn't even count on my fingers. There was so, so many. But what I did and how I got to where I am today is from each thing I tried, I took away my wins and I took away my learnings. And I then said, okay, well, I like that about this. I learned that about this. How can I now implement that again? And I failed and I failed and I failed until I found a lifestyle that I, number one, really enjoyed and that really aligned with the kind of life I want to live each day. And that's also something that's quite difficult is people set goals um, that are quite restrictive, but that doesn't really match up with the kind of life they want to live. Mm. And then you're fighting that, well, I want to achieve that, but it doesn't make me happy. So this is why I keep talking about happiness because- I've been there. I've been the girl that's been, you know, super, super driven and a a bit of an overachiever and wanting to, you know, wanting to achieve all these things, but not exactly being happy whilst doing it. And that's something I've learned only in the last probably year or 12 to 18 months. And I think on that, it's like, are you setting goals because they mean something to you? Or are you setting goals because you think they're the goals that you should be setting? Or society has influenced you to think that that's what you should be doing a hundred percent. And that's just another variable when it comes to setting goals. (laughs) Who are you setting goals for? And, you know, if we're going to break down right now, how can you best set yourself up for success in 2022? These would be my simple steps. And then, Emma, you can can, um, add in anything you think. Number one, I want you to all grab a pen and paper and I want you to put down your yearly goals. So these goals are going to be a little bit bigger. Dream big, aim big. I'm all for setting goals that 
you might look at it and be like, ooh, <laughs> unsure, but that's kind of how we should feel about our big goals. So things I really want to achieve in 2022. Then let's go into quarter. So how can we break down those bigger goals into each quarter? So you might have one that sits in each quarter for the year. You're then going to break down monthly. So if you've put that one big goal in the first um, couple of months of the year, how can we break down monthly things we can do to achieve that? Then we're going to look at weekly. So how and what can we set in our week that are non-negotiable? So we have to get these things done each week in order to be um, chasing that bigger goal. And then lastly, our daily is we are going to add in those little non-negotiables each day. And then we're also going to add in how we can make sure that they're realistic to our lifestyle. If you're working a nine to five job and you're on your feet all day and you you know, you know have two kids at home and you're trying to get yourself to the gym twice a day, do this amount of steps, all day, like just make sure that you're setting yourself realistic goals. Yeah, I really can't stress that th- that enough. And to be honest, they are the type of ways I do set goals. The only thing I would add to that is allow, like we discussed, just allow for that flexibility. So there's nothing harder than going into 2022. It's week one and you're like, yep, I've done my goals. And then you start your daily goal, you know, ritual and you can't, and you can't do it. So it is about trying and testing and getting around like the nitty gritty of trying to make it work. So allow for flexibility, but stay true to yourself and the goals that you want to achieve. And personally, I would recommend spending the rest of this year writing these goals down and visiting them again each day. Because sometimes, you know, as Emma said, allow for that flexibility. You might be like, well, maybe that isn't actually a bigger priority as I think, or maybe I can fit this in here and and not that, but really, really work now We always say preparation is key in everything, planning and business, preparation with health and fitness. Guys, you need to prepare for your goals. Don't set your goals on the 1st of January. Start now. Start by setting out your goals and having a look at each day, visiting them and just allowing yourself to really start, as we love to say, (laughs) manifesting what you want to achieve in 2022. So once you've got your goals set, it's like, okay, awesome. What can I start doing even now that's working towards those things? And as I said, guys, everyone's goals will be completely different. You know, for someone who's never done anything to do with health and fitness, it might be as simple as 5,000 steps a day and two liters of water instead of one. You know, start small and then add to them. And as we said, be flexible. You might be able to add in more goals. You might be able to have to take a few away, but just be really realistic with the lifestyle you want to build and the things that you want to achieve. And speaking about goals and building a lifestyle, I think that's an easy habit or I guess track we can get into is only focusing on things that we feel we need to do to achieve those goals without creating a balance around our lifestyle um, and within our day-to-day. So a massive goal of mine, and I'm sure you can relate, is finding a little bit more balance with everything that I do in life, be it work, social, family, and just downtime for myself personally. And I think when you're creating goals, it's important to understand that it's not all just about work um, and the hard stuff. It's about throwing in the balance stuff as well because... Definitely, definitely. And that's actually been one of my big and will be one of my biggest goals for 2022 is, you know, I've just had my new EA start yesterday, which I'm super excited about. But lately I've been very overwhelmed with the amount of work I've had sort of just being able to allocate my time well. Mm. So a big goal of mine, I think I mentioned in one of the podcasts already, is just to be more time efficient. 
And that includes, as Emma said, you know, getting in that that one-on-one time with yourself, setting yourself time to, you know, go to the beach or go for a walk or do some self-care activities. Um, because I know that's something I've really neglected lately. I've been very um, busy. I've been traveling. I've been working. I've been shooting content. We've had bo- so much going on for both brands that I actually haven't had any time to myself for a long time. And I have my parents coming to stay for Christmas, which I'm so excited about. Um, but again, it's just like, when's that time going to be implemented into the next couple of weeks? And how can I better set myself up for success in 2022. Well, I think we were both kind of talking about that and just being present and allowing ourselves because things go so quickly. Like you, like you said, our parents are here and then suddenly the next couple of weeks are gone and it's back to, you know, business as usual and they're back at home and you kind of reflect on it and you're like, that all went so quickly that I wasn't really able to be present Mm. with anything. Mm. So it's very difficult. I feel in today's society to be present. I feel like we're at a stage where we're probably the least present we've ever been. But um, I actually feel like the last couple of months I've been the most present I've ever been. See, that's amazing. Mm. I put a massive effort into really like being in the moment, which has been quite difficult because then I feel overwhelmed and I get a sense of guilt to a certain degree. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, as Emma said, life is so short and, you know, the people we love like you, you want to be present there because you just never know what can happen life is like is super it's super wild yeah we always say life is wild <laughs> wild playing um so okay let's chat more about you know the holiday season coming up so we are literally a couple of days out from christmas that Ooh. is just so crazy to me i can't believe it um like where did this year go so how did you navigate the, the festive season well I feel like my festive season's already began because I've had like an early Christmas last weekend. Emma's like, I think you're, I'm going to say you're nearly better at navigating these sorts of things than me. Do you think? I'm a bit young, wild and free. (laughs) I'm a bit too flexible. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I'm very flexible. I feel like I've just taken an approach where I accept that there's going to be weeks where there's more flexibility than others. And this start time of year, there is just a lot more flexibility and there's enough going on to stress me out. I'm not going to stress out about that as well. It just is about allowing myself a little bit more room to move. Am I on point as much as I would like to be? No, but I kind of, it's just, it is what it is. So stressing over that isn't going to change anything. But if we were to give you some advice around the festive season, what I do, and as I said, I am very flexible. I enjoy my time. But what I try to do is these few couple of things. It's nothing crazy, but I try to, no matter what, keep up my movement. So I may not be in the gym as much, but I'm always making sure that each day I'm doing some sort of movement. So it's a walk or it's a gym session. It's an outdoor session. Just making sure I'm still moving my body because I'm definitely going to be consuming extra calories. Number two, water. Mm. Staying super hydrated, which right now in Queensland is very, very easy as it is so, so hot. Um, but just making sure I'm hydrating myself because it is the festive season and we will be drinking a little bit more than usual. Number three to that, I am still in some sort of routine. So I am a creature of habit. You take me out of my routine and I am literally a very unhappy person. I still make an effort to get up and do all my little things that I do in the morning um, and start my day right. I still try to be as productive as possible. Um, if I know that we have a dinner on or a lunch on, I do try to shuffle my calories around a mm. little bit. 
don't get me wrong, I'm not in my fitness power trying to move things. I'm just a little bit more um, aware. So for breakfast, let's say I'm having usually, you know, 800 calories, I'll take it down to four or five because I know that I'm going to be consuming more calories at dinner or lunch. So I'm just a little bit more aware. If you want to like give and take a little bit where you can. Mm. When you're eating out, if you're having a couple of drinks, say no to dessert or share dessert. If you are ha- not having a couple of drinks, have a dessert. Just be, as I said, we always talk about calories like, you know, it's you're, you've got a budget, okay, guys? Each day you have a budget. Just try to be flexible with what you're mm. purchasing each day. All right. Another thing I have found really helps because obviously when you're sitting down to like these massive amounts of food and it's just very hard to say no, I am really paying attention to my hunger cues. So if I am full, I kind of do try to stop instead of kind of ignoring that and thinking like, no, this is my, this is only once a year and I'm just going to go as hard as I can. As soon as I start to feel a little bit full, I do kind of ease up. I can always go back for leftovers. You know, this isn't just a day. It's a, it's a several week long thing, but just being a bit intuitive with how I'm feeling. And what I actually think is really great is it actually, this time, this period allows you to really sort of test out how much have I spent, how much have I learned this year with health and fitness? You may have tracked calories, you may have done a few challenges, you may have, you know, started working out, et cetera. What can you take and apply without being super structured? And how do you go in an environment? So you might be traveling where you don't have a gym nearby or, Mm. you know, you are forced to be a little bit flexible, be a little bit creative and really like take ownership of applying the things you have learned. You know, it's very easy each day to go into an app, you see your workout, you see your food, tick, 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 tick. But when that's sort of interrupted, you're really tested as to just how much you know and just how much you can apply. And I think it's actually a great time to test yourself and see you know, how... See what you got. Yeah. Am I really living the lifestyle, you know? And I think that's um that's something that's, you know, yeah, su- super exciting and super um, testing, challenging, but also, as we always say, take learnings, guys. Enjoy this time. Please do not feel guilty. If you overindulge, you overindulge, move on. As we always say, guys, we love to focus on the negatives. Think about this whole year and all the great things you've done, you've done, all the time, all the hours and the days you've spent bettering your lifestyle. Do not focus on one bad meal. Do not focus on two bad meals or three. Focus on enjoying this time with family and friends. There's always tomorrow. Um, set your goals for 2022 and yeah, really start the year strong. Just to finish off, we do have a few community questions. So you girls have written in and you've asked us a few questions on health and fitness in, in general from what I can see. I'm just reading through them. So that was one right there. Do you track foods over the festive holidays? Do you have days off training? I'm pretty good with training over the mm. festive holidays just because we're still in Gold Coast and if anything I actually have more time. When I'm at work I find it more difficult to train. Um, so training's never a real issue for me. I probably won't track my foods over Christmas, but I'm kind of, I'm aware of what I'm consuming. I'm very similar. So even if I'm not in the gym and sometimes I find I won't be in the gym as much, I love to make sure I'm doing movement. I love walks. I love just anything that gets me out and about. And I kind of like to do it first thing. It's like a morning thing for me. Tracking, I don't over Chrissy. How do you both best deal with stress? Someone actually asked me this this morning and I find stress is a very prominent feeling 
that I have um, of late. I think, will you ever not feel stressed? I don't think that's a possibility. I feel I've gotten better at dealing with stress, but I am someone who does get quite overwhelmed and get a little bit anxious. So for me, it's about just recognizing when I'm feeling those things and allowing myself to manage them so that it doesn't get to a point of just no return. Yeah, I feel that um, a lot. And, you know, I have undergone in the last however many years with both businesses a lot, a lot of stress, so much stress that I do not share. Uh, Nelly had a breakdown just last night. <laughs> uh, so close to literally just, yeah, as Emma said, I get like physically sick when I start to get really overwhelmed and things start to feel so unachievable and you start to sort of feel like helpless useless you have no control when we have no control it's that feeling of anxiety um the unknown not understanding you know what we're going through so for me how I deal with stress and like I can only relate to this just happening last night is number one I personally don't like to talk to people when I'm feeling stressed so I and everyone's different some people really like to be comforted I like to really be left alone because for me, I need to understand why, where is this actually stemming from? Yes, I'm overwhelmed. Yes, this, 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 but what is causing me to feel this emotion right now? So I like to, for example, last night I went into the gym, there was no one in there. I did 10 sprints. So I really like to sprint. (laughs) I felt myself getting like angrier and angrier. Like I really wanted to like release my (laughs) emotions. Um, So I did that. And then I went home my mom arrived. So I had a little chat to my mom, but then I just went into my room and I actually wrote down just like how I was feeling, why I was feeling that, like those, those emotions and how I can actually, um, strategize to not feel that way. I still went to bed feeling pretty, um, stressed, but I woke up feeling so much better. As I said, I ticked off my non-negotiables in the morning. My little morning routine always sets me up for so much happiness and success, um, walked to get a coffee, went for a walk, did all those little things, drank my water. And um, I woke up and realized things aren't that bad. I'm not that stressed. You know, I can overcome what I'm going through and I can deal with what's in front of me. So I like to always think that nothing, no problem can cannot be solved. And there is always a solution. It might not feel it at first, But if you really sit back, reflect, um, I promise you that you can strategize to overcome how you're feeling. Yeah, I think for me, it's as long as I have um, a vision of how I'm going to either solve or get through or like what what is my plan? It's a sense of control, right? Yeah. So as soon as I feel like I'm losing that control, I'm like, okay, like this isn't that bad like I feel myself getting overwhelmed but this is fixable and I can do things to help with this Mm. and as soon as I have something in place with that I start to feel don't get me wrong it doesn't get rid of it but it starts to feel like I can manage it which and and once I get to that stage of like having an understanding I always say we fear the unknown so having an understanding of my emotions once I'm there I can talk to people but I find at first when I'm in that really bad spot and you go to talk to someone and they just want to like throw solutions at you. And it's like, that's not really what I need right now. Um, like I know that, that you want to help, but they're not necessarily things that I can do right now to yeah. better my situation. So I personally find it quite frustrating and irritating um, when I'm at that really like bad breaking, yeah, point. That breaking point to, you know, to deal with that. Um, 
But yes, stress is something that I've just accepted is going to be in my life every day. Well, not every day, but often. And it's more about allowing it to be there, but how can I navigate through it? Will there be new trainers coming in 2022? It would be amazing to see some diversity in age, ethnicity, and size. We absolutely love this one. And yes, there definitely will be. Um, We have undergone as a business a lot of change in the last six to eight months. Uh, So what may seem like there hasn't been much progress in certain areas, it's because we've really been um, focusing on sort of putting processes and systems in place to allow for our team to grow, um, to scale and to uh, do their best work. And, you know, I started my business, I think I was 22 or I think I started, yeah, I think I was like 22 years old when I started Bodies by Rachel and I was a personal trainer and everything I've sort of done has just been me learning as I go. I've never had the ability to, you know, work with people who can help me um, set my business up for long-term success. So yes, these are all, these things are all something that are in our 2022 plan, 100%. And we actually have a lot coming next year. This year has definitely been a, um, building the foundation stage year. It's been a laying, just letting the floor settle. I'm ready for 2021 to like, see you later. See you, bye. Yeah, see you later. I'm done with you. So yes, the answer to that is yes. And I feel um, as strongly about that as you girls do. And I really want to see our brand representing everyone. Um, So yeah, that's, that's a massive goal for me in 2022. So we're just going through our little question list. One that I saw that kind of did stand out is what is best to increase um, reps or increase weights? I struggle with not knowing when to increase my weights. So I think when you look at increasing weights, it varies with rep range. So when you're trying to increase weights at a weights at a rep range of like 12 to 15, that increase is going to become slightly easier than when you're at like your one rep max and you're trying to increase weight from there. I think the best way to kind of self-analyze whether you're ready to go up in weights is to look at a couple of the I guess, surrounding factors. Are you lifting correctly? How's your form? Do you feel confident with the weight that you're currently lifting? Are you reaching the designated reps with that weight? So obviously, if you have a designated rep range of 10 and you're already only hitting eight, then potentially you don't want to look at increasing your weight. You want to look at trying to hit your reps. So Once you kind of look at the surrounding factors and make sure, yes, I'm doing things correctly and I feel confident and I feel ready, then you can start looking at weight increase. Something important to, I guess, remember is as we get more advanced with our training and as our weights get heavier, it becomes more difficult to increase them. Um, And the capacity to lift more and more gets less, which can feel very challenging and it can feel overwhelming, like you're not achieving as much as what you felt you may have when you began. But um, it is very normal to not feel like you can lift as much. So I think the best way is just self-analyze, like I said, where where you're at with things and if you feel like you can lift heavier. Obviously, the last thing you want to be doing is putting more load on the bar before you're ready. 
increasing weight is a fantastic way to progress with your fitness, but it's not the only way. And this takes us into the last question where we can chat to you guys about our brand new challenge, which we just launched. Um, But the last question is, what are our biggest goals and intentions for 2022? For me, as I said, the time efficiency things are really making the, um, the best use of each day and also really focusing on spending that quality time and being present with my loved ones. But I'm going to actually spend the rest of December uh, planning out my goals. So I'm super excited. I personally keep my goals quite private. I know some people really love to share them, but I personally like to keep mine quite private uh, because I don't know, there's something about telling people my goals. I feel quite vulnerable. So in a way I'm like, keep them down. Yeah, I just like to keep them to myself and just work towards them and yeah, um, do my best to do so. No, I definitely would probably have to be someone in the same boat. Whilst I always have my goals listed, they're probably not things I advocate to the world until I feel like they're a little bit closer to being ready to do so. I share absolutely everything with you girls, but I share when I'm ready and when I feel it's time. So I've definitely been already structuring my goals and and putting things into place, but it is something that will, I guess, you know, be revealed over time. So let's chat all things, what we have coming with Move With Us in 2022. So to start the year strong, we have our very first Evolve Challenge. So this is a brand new challenge. We've never done anything like it before. And it's something that myself, Morgan and Emma worked together on. We wanted to really bring to you a challenge where we could all be involved and like just like you girls like doing these challenges in a group working together as trainers we love programming together it's just so much fun yeah more fun being able to do it together so we've created a challenge with four styles of training so usually when you sign into a challenge there's one training program you get a certain validity and that's sort of what it is for this challenge we've decided we wanted to give you guys four different training styles so we have a a six-week strength challenge we have a home challenge we have a 30 minute express challenge written by me which I absolutely loved doing and then we have a mobility challenge and the best part about this is that it's six months validity so you can pretty much go through each challenge and do them one after the other you can combine them if that suits you you know some days you, you might be in the gym and be able to do a strength um part of the strength challenge Some days you might only have 30 minutes and want to swap your glute, uh, your strength glute session for a uh, a 30-minute express. A great example of this is today. So obviously we have some early access to the challenge and I'm trying a few of the workouts, but I did a 30-minute express workout today. So I was like, what did you think? Girl, you don't have a lot of time. Loved it. Oh, yeah. And then tomorrow I'm going to go into the gym and I'm going to do a strength workout because I have a little bit more time. So Emma and I worked with Tony on the strength challenge and it is tough it's honestly I've never seen a program fully like this I was reading it and I had to film so many new exercises for it and I'm like damn Tony damn damn and then we've got obviously Morgan's mobility which I'm really looking forward to as a goal of mine in 2022 is to improve um, my recovery and my mobility and then we have the home challenge obviously for the girls who are don't have access to a gym I know some countries have just gone into another lockdown Mm. so we just don't know what what is happening in in today's um world so it's nice to have that option for those who can't get to a gym and something I do love about the home program for all you girls who are training at home is in the past the home program's always kind of been a take off another program whereas Mm. this program has been completely structured created and um designed 
for home specific people without any, it's its own program. It has its own goals and its own structure. And I really love that. So, and that is written very by personal. yours truly, Emma Dillon. Me, I'm very passionate. Uh, so, guys, that starts on the 17th of January and you will get access a week earlier. So, what's super exciting as well is for the first time ever, we have a Bali vacation mm. up for grabs. So, you get to, I think it's you plus a friend, get yeah. to go to Bali and stay in in an incredible villa and you can take up to like 13 friends or something yeah it has all these additional bedrooms wow. i've already yeah. been sussing it yeah <laughs> bali uh, 2022 me and bali that's we're gonna be vibe. friends that's a vibe and then if you're not keen on a holiday and it's just too much drama for you why not just take ten thousand dollars up take up, the cash take the cash <laughs> deal or no deal <laughs> i'm taking the cash i'm out of here so then there's also ten thousand dollars cash so guys we are so so excited for this challenge as i said we put a lot of love into this and we, we really wanted to bring you something that was super valuable and that could set you um up for success in 2022 not only for the first six weeks but for six months so for the first half of the year, we want to give you access to customized nutrition, um, six, four styles of training, and so, so much more that is in the app, as well as working alongside, you know, myself, Morgan and Emma, and an amazing group of girls who are all working towards um, creating the best versions of themselves in 2022. So we hope that we have you involved. It's a once-off payment, guys. Um, and yeah, that's the first challenge that we're bringing to you in 2022. Could not be more excited. Followed by many more exciting things. And oh, we shouldn't really be saying it, but save the date. We'll have an event happening. <laughs> um, we have our first ever Move With Us event happening on the 29th of January. So we're not meant to really say much, but I'm <laughs> going to tell you now to save the date in case you want to travel. It will be here on the Gold Coast. Um, and we are so excited. So excited. So excited. so excited. So that's all from us today, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We wish you a very Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. And we will see you all kicking goals in 2022. Let's go, baby. Let's go.